Welcome to The Conscious Investor. Let's get started. Today's show is going to be like going to a buffet, and I'm going to let you know that right now. I have so much to say, and I'm not going to be long-winded about it, but so many important topics, specifically wanting to talk about moving the goalposts on yourself, about having decisions that are set in cement, and maybe if if we have time, we might even get into comparison. But before we get started, I want to say there's a price of admission. And that price is, please, if this episode um, shifts any lines for you or wakens your mind in any way, please share it with someone. This podcast only grows when amazing listeners like you share it with someone. So I want to thank you in advance for doing that. Now, typically, I do a lot of research before I you know, come out with a, with a mindset episode because I really like to have information that backs what's going on. But today's episode is going to be different. Um, I, I decided that I just really want to take this into a way more personal direction and offer a lot more um, humility. I don't think I'm lacking in humility. Is that prideful to say I don't think anyway <laughs> we won't we won't get into that but what I wanted to do was just give you a window into you know the life of an entrepreneur some of the challenges that we face as we grow businesses some of the growing pains and some of the decisions that we end up having to shift so um really the starting point for everything right here starts uh probably a year ago maybe a year and a half ago when I just was so devoted and just decided the only way my investment company and my podcast are going to get anywhere is if I am completely laser focused all in. And I didn't know this about myself, but now I can look back and I can see I can be so obsessive, essentially, so focused and so driven that I don't hear or see anything else around me. And unfortunately, what that meant was, is that I was becoming very disconnected from a lot of my friendships and relationships in my life. And so, and I've talked on that. That's like not anything totally new if you've been, you know, listening to the show. But it's interesting when you can look back and and we talked about that recently, about the rearview mirror effect, right? We look in the rearview mirror not to berate ourselves or to beat ourselves up, but to look in the rearview mirror to say, you know, what do I have to show for this? Where do I need to grow? What do I need to celebrate? And, you know, when looking back and seeing the toll of investing in something so wholeheartedly, so doggedly for so long. And really for some of my friends, um, they've invested in their businesses, you know, so much longer than I have um, before seeing results. And so I'm, I'm really grateful. Um, however, there's this connection that we all need. And what's interesting is that part of what ended up happening to our family through the pandemic was that we ended up pulling our kids and homeschooling. And that was part of our plan actually was to, you know, eventually homeschool our kids when they got into the middle school years and especially our son. And we had this huge shift 
in our life recently. And because we've had this shift, it's allowed me to see better my lack of connection. It's really revealed that. So the biggest shift that we've made, um, and if you're in the Conscious Investor Facebook group, you already know this, but, um, and if you're not there, please just head over. I'm sorry, it is on Facebook. I know it's not everybody's favorite place, but um, it is there and you're absolutely invited to come join the Conscious Investor group because it's amazing and awesome. Um, But over there, I have already shared that Uh, we sent our daughter back to public school. Oh, you know, like that takes a lot of humility in and of itself to say, Uh, because, you know, I have a background in education, you know, I've been a public school teacher and I have my opinions on everything because, you know, I'm just straight up opinionated. Um, And, but this decision was an interesting decision to make, right? And it's interesting to see how when you are looking to do the best things in your life, then the path unfolds before you. For me, I believe wholeheartedly that God clearly will direct the steps of my life if I am listening and seeking and desiring, right? And so at the beginning of this school year, we had talked, my husband and I discussed, even with our daughter, you know, the possibility of going back to public school. And to finish up fifth grade and everything. And in that process, we learned that they were actually collapsing um, one of the classes and class sizes were going to spike. And so we're like, hey, no, scrap that. That's absolutely not happening. And when the workload at the college prep academy that she was in virtually There's just all these things kept happening. It was just one thing after another. It wasn't smooth sailing like last year. And it just felt there was so much friction with the process. Um, And then next thing you know, we start bumping into people. I know I live in a small town and we bump into people. However, I honestly don't bump into too many of the educators that I used to work with, um, you know, at the grocery store. And here I am bumping into people at the grocery store with my daughter. And it's always just the two of us. And so I, I'm like, this is crazy. Um, and it was always great to see them. And the last time we bumped into someone, she said, hey, we're actually interviewing somebody right now. And it was this perfect, perfect opportunity for our daughter to go back and reenter the public school system. And as she did that, we walked through all of her emotions before she went back into the, you know, for like the weekend before it was like, you know, okay. (laughs) You know, she was nervous, scared, afraid. It was really cool because she actually was able to articulate, this is how I'm feeling and this is what's going on. And we gave a lot of margins for it, not dismissing any, you know, poor behavior in any way, but also like giving some margins to say, yeah, we get you're processing a lot of things right now. We understand. Okay. And as people who love you, we're going to, uh, you know, absorb some of that because, you know, we know, you know, it's wrong, but we also know you're working through this and we're going to work through it with you. So as she, um, went back to school, it was just phenomenal. And this sweet girl who's been so sweet, she started glowing and radiating and just like, I love going to school. I love learning. Oh my gosh. I actually understand. This is so great being in front of a teacher. And, and so it started just opening up our eyes as to what being in community, like physical community, like 
face-to-face, person-to-person, like with your friends, with your instructors, with your colleagues, right? However you want to look at it. And so she's going through this process and I'm witnessing just this little revival of this sweet girl and this rejuvenation. And it was really exciting. And obviously I'm like a super, I'd like to do a lot of self-reflecting and I start thinking, you know, like, wow, you know, where am I at with my relationships? You know, maybe I need to be connecting in a better way. Um, And then I'm going to just fast forward. Ultimately, we end up putting our son into um, the public school system, which it just sounds, um, I have so many mixed feelings. I mean, like the educators in our school system where I'm at, they're phenomenal. They're really great people and everything. But, you know, I mean, like we all have our own sentiments as to what we want for our kids. What we ultimately arrived at was the educators are really good people with good values. Um, And we realized that in a small town, developing and cultivating community as a kid can be really challenging. And we determined that having peer-to-peer relationships for our kids was really an important part as well as, because I was taught, you don't go to school to socialize and school isn't there to socialize, socialize you. And, and uh, to a large part, I completely agree with that, that philosophy, that concept. But then I start looking at, um, you know, the impact that we have, okay, well, it's a small town, unless you are in specific groups. And what if you don't like playing those sports or having those hobbies, you're, you're not going to be able to have community. And the importance of that, well, we're starting to see how important that is because our son is now in back in the school, as I mentioned, and we're just seeing him flourish. I pick him up from school and he's actually wants to talk to me. Not that he didn't want to talk to me before, but he was, he's alive and invigorated and excited about the things that he's learning and wanting to share about it. And And it's exciting to watch that take place. Now, here's the thing that we had to do. My husband and I had to do a lot of, you know, uh, well, we kind of drew a line in the sand that this was a plan for our kids. And does that mean that we don't have integrity? Does that mean, and we had a process through ultimately arriving at what is best for our kids and their needs. And at this point, I definitely feel like they're on the right path. I mean, they're both remarking on, how much easier it is to learn with a teacher face-to-face. And that's exciting, really exciting. But we realized also that a lot of times we as parents, as adults, as ambitious entrepreneurs, we will oftentimes have one of two situations. Either we will have, we made a decision, it is final, it is in cement, it is not going anywhere. Or on the other hand, we will suffer from the, it's constant wet, wet cement and it is constantly changing. And we, my husband and I have actually been in both types of cement situations, right? And in this particular instance with our kids returning back to the public school system, um, what that represents for us is it's tacky cement, right? <laughs> so, you know, we thought it was, a done deal. It was in cement. It was hard uh, cured and everything. And yet it wasn't. Um, And we're adapting to what we are seeing needs to take place for our kids. 
So it's interesting and I'd love to hear your thoughts. So, you know, if you're not in the conscious investor group, head over, join it over on Facebook and drop your comments there or just drop them in the comments, um, you know, in the reviews, wherever you are, like, or just reach out to me. But I'd love to hear how you handle situations like that, like mentally, psychologically, right? How do you adapt? And I've had this expression that I've used for years and it says, uh, or I, it says, I say, you know, adapt or become obsolete. And a lot of times we resist adaptation because we're like, but it has to be this way. This was the decision we arrived at. And then we have to realize, or my husband and I have realized that's the decision we arrived at with our information and our circumstances and our thinking, our personal growth journey up until that point. So it's really interesting, you know, philosophically, like, oh, are you going to become too relativistic in the world and everything's wishy-washy? And so that's where you go into the wet cement. Here's the danger of the wet cement. In the wet cement situation, and my husband and I, we had a very interesting conversation last week. You guys, if you recall, you listened to last week's episode, I was really sick. Um, and I actually canceled a whole bunch of appointments and my husband and I just hung out for the day because I really couldn't do anything else, but hang out. And and he had some time, but we were talking and conversing. And one of the ahas we had was that in the wet cement zone, we're continually moving the goalposts for ourselves. And so we know what we want. We know where we're headed, but if you're shifting things often and in any dramatic way, you're never going to arrive anywhere. And so it really will exhaust you and uh, wear wear you down. And so I want to encourage you if you are in either of these thinking categories, if you are wet cement, I want you to remember, or I'm sorry, if you are cured cement, I want you to remember, we do have to go through life adapting. And if we don't adapt, it's, it's going to be obsolete. And basically we're going to constantly be living that past version of ourselves instead of living into the future version of like who we are intended to become. Right. And then on the other hand, If you are that person that is struggling with living in the wet cement and things are constantly shifting and you're never going to arrive where you want and you're exhausted. So I want you to like, there's a middle ground right there. And it's having a really clear idea as to like, where are we headed? What do we want to accomplish in life? And if you have a, a marriage or a partner of any kind, Um, my husband laughed because I said, we're in a three-legged race. And he's like, that is such a good analogy. And so really having that unity is going to help you gain that momentum that you need to get to where you want to go in life. So that three-legged race, right? You have two people, they usually have an arm around a shoulder or waist and, and their legs that are touching in the center, those are tied together. And their outside legs can really move easily. And it's easy for one person to charge ahead and for the other person to fall behind or vice versa. And you have to find your stride in order to be really successful at a three-legged race. So I want to encourage you that getting together, if you're, if you're flying solo in life, find someone, find one of your close friends that can hold you accountable or that can be your sounding board. And you can share, Hey, this is my vision of where I believe my life is headed. And 
as you are headed there, I'm thinking, you know, when you're flying at nighttime, even in the daytime, and you are descending down into your the city that you're landing in, and you're looking down, you can see that everything becomes clearer. But you know, when you're up 30,000 feet, whatever, in the atmosphere, and you're looking down, everything just seems very generic, like, oh, cool. There's a mountain range over there. There's a valley. Oh, looks like a river. Okay. Got it. But as you were descending, you were able to, to see things clearer. And, you know, for pilots, I imagine that allows them a whole different vantage point, depending on different elements that they are facing. But for us, we can take that. We could say, Hey, I have my 10,000 foot view, my 30,000 foot view of where I believe I want to go. But I understand that as I am getting closer to my destination, it is going to become clearer and more refined. And it's going to allow me to make better decisions, more well-informed decisions as to how to direct my path. So I want to encourage you. It's okay. That's that middle zone I'm trying to explain, right? That's not wet cement. That's not cured cement, that is straight up. Hey, I know my target. I know where I'm going to land. I just need some things to become clearer throughout this process. Isn't that so cool? And you're going to find yourself very surprised because amazing things happen along the way. So receive those things and also receive that receive the path that is unfolding before you. It truly is unfolding. And if you are open to it, and if you are allowing, you know, it for me, I completely allow like God take and guide, direct my steps. When you allow that, we don't have it in and of ourselves. We don't have to have it in in and of ourselves. That fulfillment and satisfaction is going to come when we're not saying, when we're, we're more surrendered and we're like, Hey, I don't have to have it all figured out. You've got this covered. I'm going to show up. I'm going to kick butt and I'm going to have a whole lot of fun doing this. Briefly weaving into this a bit about comparison. And that would be as you understand where you are flying in life, right? It's easier to no longer compare yourself to other people. They're going to different airports in life. They're not even trying to get to your airport, okay? Hey, I'm headed to Florida in a few weeks. I'm going to be landing in Orlando. You might be headed to Costa Rica. You might be headed to Iceland. I don't know, okay, right? So in life, we all have these different destinations that we are headed to because you are you, uniquely created to shine and soar and to grow into you, and I am me. And so we can't expect and compare to compare ourselves and the uh, destinations that we're supposed to arrive at. We can't compare. I heard this quote um, recently, and I think it was Seneca. But he says something along the lines of, you know what, if you were a ship out in the ocean, but you don't know what port you are headed to, you are never going to arrive anywhere. So if you're listening to this right now and you haven't really taken time to say, hey, where am I headed? What is it? Where do I think my airport is or my port of entry? If you want to be a ship, where is it? What is it? Give yourself some white space in life to figure that out. 
more than likely you're exhausting yourself because you're trying to figure it out and you're feeling fractured, maybe afraid a bit because you're seeing other people gain their momentum. You're seeing other people find their successes and you're like, wait, I, I want that. I know I am capable of, of accomplishing that. You're not going to accomplish it until you know where you're headed. Okay. So take the time to stop comparing. And one way to hedge against comparison is to know where are you going? The other quote I found that was really helpful when it comes to comparing is, you know, to say, Hey, I don't need to compare myself to somebody's best right now. I need to compare myself to yesterday my yesterday, not it, not anyone else's yesterday. What was my yesterday? Let me compare myself to that. See, oftentimes we are so busy comparing ourselves to, you know, our arrival. Oh, Hey, we landed at the airport. We're there, but that is life's journey. Life's journey is going to land at that airport. Okay. And so if you're trying to compare yourself to where you're, where you want to land in 10, 20 years, you're going to feel really discouraged because it's all the time, that process in the middle that is developing you, giving you the skills and the mindset and the disciplines in order to land at that final destination later in life. And if you're comparing your today to what the finish line is, you again are going to be fractured, frayed, frazzled, all of those efforts. Okay. And so you got to say, Hey, I need to say this. I know where I'm headed because I took the time to find the white space. I figured out where I'm supposed to go. And now I'm going to compare myself. I'm taking daily disciplined actions. How did I do yesterday? Awesome. A little bit closer. That's all I need every single day. 1% better. That's all I need. Okay. I think that's what I have for you. There's so much more to say, but I really wanted to share just some of that thinking behind the shift in, you know, my kids going to public school, because it's really not necessarily about the kids going to school and all of that, but it's about what's the thinking process behind the decision. How are we making these decisions in life? How are we um, knowing if we are being successful or not? We don't have to look to other people to say, oh yeah, I'm successful. We have to be able to say, hey, here's my roadmap. Cool, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm one inch closer. Awesome, that's all I need. All right. You guys are so awesome. I want you to know how much I appreciate you listening and um, all the, all the awesome things that you guys do. So thanks again for sharing this. If this resonated with you in any way, this podcast only grows because awesome listeners like you take the time to share it with other people that you care about as well. So until next time, live big, love bigger. Feeling alone, disconnected, Conscious investors often feel alone or disconnected because of their unique perspective and desire to expand their thinking. But the journey of a lifetime isn't meant to be solo or forged by grit alone. Join the Conscious Investor community on Facebook, link arms, exchange ideas, and expand your thinking on finances, relationships, and community. Join the Conscious Investor group on Facebook today.